Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms, full of vibrancy and entirely unapologetic. I'm Kate Taylor, Life Design and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help you live a big, bold and beautiful life through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Welcome, 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 Practical Magic listeners. I have got the most glorious human on the show with me today. I'm invited in Trish Whelan, who is a soul adventurer, and I can't wait for you to meet with her. So Trish is a Kundalini yoga and meditation teacher and Reiki master teacher and shamanic healer. And she runs retreats in Ibiza and internationally. Now, I'm really lucky that Trish has got the most beautiful home in Ibiza, which she has kindly opened up for me to share with my practical magic people on the retreat. And um, one thing about you need to know about Trish is she's Irish and she believes in magic, which I just think is just the best thing ever. So welcome on to the show, Trish. I wondered if you could give yourself a little introduction to our practical magic listeners and share a bit more about why you do what you do. Hello, Kate. How are you? Oh, I'm so good, darling. It's lovely to have you here. Oh, I can't wait for you to actually be here. Well, you would have been here, wouldn't you? I would have, yeah. So, yes, welcome to Ibiza, where I'm sitting in my lounge, looking out um, to a very calm sea, and it's a beautiful day here. And, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm 50, so... Um, I'm fully in my, I'm fully where I'm supposed to be, I feel like, so um, yeah, that's why I, that feeling makes me feel like um, I do what I do and it matters and um, I guess in these days I really feel more and more um, like I'm, I'm slipping into a, a clearer definition of, of who I am and, and what I do as well actually, so yeah, it's good. That's really lovely to hear, Trish, because, you know, I think so many of us, well, we are on an adventure through our lives, aren't we? And so many of us are trying to find out who we are. You know, we go through different stages of life and we're trying to find out who our identity is and we're trying to find out what purpose we've got here and what it all means to get to a point where you can be and do and and live in a world where you do it because you're fulfilled is something we're all searching for isn't it what what's been your journey to get you to to this point well yeah i I absolutely echo what you just said and i feel like just feel like it's so timely um you know i feel like so many people are repurposing um, because so many people have realized that, you know, it's not about the handbags and the, and the shoes and, um, you know, it's not about the external really, you know, this, you know, having to be locked up in your alone or, or, or with, or with your nearest and dearest, um, you know, has brought up the, these, you know, sort of big existential questions. And um, I guess my journey to here, my sort of healing, well, I worked in the music business. So yeah, I worked in the music business in London. I lived in London for 25 years. And then on New Year's Eve, well, New Year's Eve 2012, I lost my mom. And that's when I was really like, actually like this kind of stepping in and out is not, you know, I really need to just, you know, 
be aware that life is so short and we're just here for a little tiny nanosecond and we've got to really it was time for me to you know fully commit to my healing path but yeah my journey really uh, started to healing started in uh, 2002 I did a lot of work with an American shaman um, who told me for 11 days to take the shackles off my wrists where I was wearing a lot of bracelets and, um, and and take my rings off and for 11 days feel the heat the healing feel what happened in my hands and um, and that's when the Reiki really came in I was also having Reiki and I don't know something was happening where there was that kind of buffer on a Friday I would have Reiki every Friday morning and there was a buffer in my life on Fridays that wasn't there on Thursdays. So yeah, I just feel like um, I started to feel, I started to um, to become friends with my sensitivity as opposed to, you know, using the shopping and the dancing and the raving and the drinking to kind of hide it, to hide my, to, you know, dampen down my sensitivity. I started to make friends with been having so many conversations with people recently about exactly that thing because you know what happens and it's so interesting you use the metaphor of the shackles that the shaman shared with you because all of the things I've just got off a conversation actually with um, Susie Ashworth which was the podcast recording interview that you guys would have listened to before this and we were talking about the fact that in order to get into the space where you can go beyond your 3D reality, you need to, or it's allowing yourself the space to be clear, isn't it? So when we remove those things which are external to us that are impacting us from getting to the true essence of what life could be like in its fullest live spectrum, in light, shade and everything in between, that's when we allow ourselves the freedom to feel into journeys to joy and feel into adventuring because we're not hindered anymore. Have you found that that's been the case for you, removing yourself from the busy kind of the lifestyle where externally everything on the outside has to look good, but it doesn't look good on the it doesn't feel good on the inside. Has that been your experience? Yeah, I mean, I think I was kind of running myself ragged, you know, looking for something that was um, I thought was outside of myself. And um, yeah, you know, I, I just think that, you know, having that space and I just love Reiki, you know, I, I, I love it. I just because I feel like that kind of moment of stillness and, um, you know, I got to Reiki before I got to yoga or anything really. And um yeah, it just that it's you have to, you know, make the space for for the magic to manifest or the healing to manifest or, you know, you have to for the awareness to allow the awareness to come up. There has to be space. And I think, you know, I was probably really, really clever and, and particularly well adept at just being busy, you know, the whole time and. Um, that sort of glorification of busy and um, being so sociable and well-rounded and all of that. But, you know, that's, you know, yeah, all of those kind of clever, clever tools that, you know, we, we give to ourselves to, to hide ourselves away from, you know, the, the real stuff, the real good stuff anyway. So, yeah, 
the space is important. Yeah, and I think that's what's been really coming up for people in this time of lockdown. I, I went out and asked my community, what are the non-negotiable things that you've learned about yourself or the things that you're taking forward from this time that are really, really important? You know, what have been the lessons? And nearly 99% of people were saying they were over running around in the way that they were being obliged to give all of themselves away to other people in this like you say the glorification of busyness and the things that they really wanted to take from this time was the things that were really fundamentally important to them so space slowing down time with the family those are things you can't buy on amazon are they and so we're really getting to understand i think in this time that the things that are important to us intrinsically are the things that we can live with every day that can bring us contentment and joy that don't have to come in the shape of a job or money or buying things to be happy do they well it's feelings isn't it when you you know it's you know the, the simple pleasures you know cooking having just a bit having time you know like i feel like the stopping, you know, it's exactly that, you know, isn't it marvellous that, you know, so many people are having this realisation that they're just chasing their tail, you know, and, and, and hopefully, I just really, 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 really hope that we go back to something, we don't go back, that we just go forward from here, that, um, you know, it isn't like going on holiday where you make all those, like, you know, you're, you're, your list of things you're going to do when you get back home and then you get to the end of the first week and you think oh god was that only a week ago i mean i really hope that the, that that you know people allow the shift people allow the change that people allow the space that you know we kind of have had you know that there's been a realization in this time that there's uh, you know that the, the realization you know that people have had a moment of introspection or nine weeks or ten weeks or, or you know, in our case, a couple of a few months here in Ibiza of complete introspection, really. Um, it's been it's been an, a joy. I mean, I, I don't, you know, of course, discount that there's been lots of suffering um, and, you know, really pray for people who have been, you know, have lost people and been that that obvious, the painful side of this situation. But if you haven't suffered directly, um, you know, you've had this amazing opportunity to just take a big pause and, and, and really check in. Am I, am, I, am I living the life I really want to be living? Am I doing a job I really want to be doing? Am I in, a relation, in relations with people I really want to be in relations with? Am I, am I spending my energy wisely? Am I tuning into what's really important? All of those big questions, I feel like they're the questions that, you know, we're all asking. Yeah. And in our time of when we're not doing that introspection, when we are in busy, we don't get the space or the opportunity to ask those questions. Or if we do, they get rattled around in our brain with all of the myriad of other things that we, we get focused and overwhelmed and consumed by, don't they? Which is often why people will come to a retreat to have a week 
or two weeks or whatever that is, however you, long you retreat to have that space and have that time for themselves. And I'm not saying for one minute that for a lot of people, this has been so far from a retreat. However, it has given us that time and introspection for most of us to be able to work out, like you say, work out what it is that's next and, and try and come from that place of a, a non-judgmental view of what that might be. Um, and we've all got tools to be able to help with that, haven't we? So I want to come to um, talking about retreating because obviously your life is set up now in a way that you host retreats at your space, you host them internationally. Um, retreating and offering that space for people is something that is so intrinsic to what you do. What do you think is important about the idea of retreating and, and in, particularly in your own, in your work, which is soul adventuring, sh share with us a bit more about what that looks like and sounds like and feels like for you, Trish. Well, I feel like, yes, the need for people to retreat, you know, has been growing to sort of epidemic levels, basically, because people are constantly on, you know, like before this moment this big moment in time people are just available all the time whatsapp facebook messenger email phone text iMessage you know it's like it's this complete assault on the nervous system all the time so people yeah like having this moment to repeat to really to you know to to take a break and to to go inside and, and, you know, I know that this isn't a global retreat that everybody's on, but there are certainly uh, similarities. So my retreats really offer that space. Um, they offer that space. They're, they're all programs. There's a, you know, there's a, there are, I have a few offerings. Um, my sort of signature retreat is called Vibrate at Your Highest Frequency. And that's seven days. It's working on a chakra a day. So it's, you know, it's uh, two yoga classes and a workshop every day. And the afternoons are free for the beach or the pool or lying down or having treatments. So there's space. Um, but, you know, the Kundalini, the, the Kundalini really has the ability to go into, to go into the edge, to go out to the edges, to go into the corners of like what it really feels like to connect to your soul, what it really feels like to connect to your energy centers, what it really feels like to let energy go, what it really feels like to, to release and to make space and to allow, you know, to realign basically. So we eat for the chakra um, in that particular, in that particular program. And then I have a soul medicine, which is really healing. You know, it's really coming back into contact and remembering what it feels like when you are in contact with your soul, when you are in contact with, yourself when you meet yourself inside yourself that that connection you know that really it's so exquisite that space that you can come to with the practice of kundalini yoga it's so exquisite when you meet yourself in your heart and uh yeah then i do radiant retreats where it's really detoxifying for the first couple of days and then very nurturing so 
we can be quite specific in, in what we teach uh, with the Kundalini Yoga. And so it's that and, and yeah, a space to be with yourself, um, essentially, on all levels. I love that. A space and, to be you know, with there's yourself. There's really beautiful groups and... That's the gloriousness um, as well, yeah, isn't it? Really nice. Yeah, because there's like, it's, there's, it's, it's both sides, isn't it? Like, I really believe, and what I have seen over the years of, of teaching retreats is that and there's definitely a calling of your soul to arrive. And, um, and that the sort of, the formation, I, you know, I'm sure you resonate with this with your own retreats when you sort of look at the group of souls that come together, it's not by accident. You know, never, there's no, there's never. No in that. And so what one person is going through, it will be resonant for, you know, at least two or three other people in the group. So I, I work with small groups because I'm really interested in healing and I'm really interested in the depths of the experience that people can have when they leave all the sort of bullshit and ideally not be on their phones and can really just give themselves the gift of reconnecting to themselves. And so there's that element, but then in the group, the sort of microcosm, macrocosm energy and the group energy. And, you know, I just see people make really great friends here, but, you know, I'm not, it's also, you know, it's very much your own individual experience. Um, and people come back a lot, you know, so there's a really nice family aspect here where, you know, there's, um, there's a, the connection exists on so many levels, but you know, it's not sort of Heidi high. Um, and, and I guess I can sometimes be, you know, although I'm really uh, quite a fun um, human being, I think, you know, I can also be very um, serious, I guess, when I'm actually teaching, but there's always fun at the table. And there's a, there's a really nice feeling that isn't forced. So there's a definite, reflection of people in each other you know so um when i look back on retreats i just think oh wow like all of those groups are just so perfectly formed and that's really wonderful you know it's a, it's just a really nice vibe and and it's interesting that you know when people come the similarities are it's every time it's every time it's just really shouldn't be shocked or surprised but you know it's there is a there is something there's something really magical that's happening there is something really magical about that you're right and it's something that doesn't happen in our everyday lives when we don't give it the chance to unless you were going away with your work colleagues for a week at a time but even so you know you're in the space for healing and that's where you're holding space for that and in, in in your case it's the environment as well you know being in ibiza and having the land and being held amongst technologies such as kundalini is something really really magical i wonder if for the listeners um because some people might be aware of what kundalini is some people might practice themselves and some people might have heard of it and have no idea can you give us a bit more info about what kundalini yoga 
because it isn't it, you know i find it i love kundalini yoga it works so well with koya which is the movement practice that i teach as well they just really vibe from each other can you share with the listeners in your words what kundalini is all about for you yeah it's just a really exquisite practice that um is open to all levels so it looks different to other forms of yoga um although some of the um some of the postures are the same that the each kundalini yoga class is made up of warm-ups um then a series which focuses on a specific organ a vibration if i'm working on the heart i'm really feeling it in the heart if i'm working on the kidneys i'm going to the toilet all day and i'm really starting to i'm feeling it where i you know it's very finely tuned and and specific and we're playing with the breath a lot playing with the you know with intention with posture and we're really allowing a space you know for this for people to really connect into themselves so there is moments in between the postures where you can really reach, you know, sort of really high state. A lot of the postures, you know, are making serotonin. Some of the postures are making endorphins. So we can really play with energetic fields. We can really, yeah, we can really play with the quantum field and, um, and dancing out in the ethers. And it makes you feel really... Yeah, it makes you feel really wonderful. There's a wonderful feeling after a Kundalini yoga class. I mean, sometimes the classes are challenging and sometimes the things we're doing maybe look a little bit odd. And you're thinking, wow, I'm just holding my arms out for three minutes. How can that be so difficult? And I teach a, a new form of Kundalini yoga called Kundalini Global. So it's, um, it's teaching Kundalini yoga outside of the dogma or any, um, you know, not um, assigned to any specific religion in a very kind of free way. Um, so that's really very exciting. I think more than ever before, the, there's a huge calling for Kundalini Yoga, but really helping people, just, you know, bringing people into a state of relaxation, calming down, and coming back into the, you know, parasympathetic nervous system, feeling better, you know, like that's what happens when you do Kundalini Yoga, you feel better. I can vouch for this because this morning, um, I'm, I've started a 10-day sadhana, uh, and part of that is some kundalini uh, kriyas and movements in there. And I think before I came into doing it, I know that I'd been giving a lot of myself away. I've been in hustle mode, which is a constant. I have to remind myself time and time and time and time again. I go through a series of giving everything burnout, giving everything burnout. And so I have learnt throughout the years in order to come from living from a place of overflow that I need to have my own practice and so this morning um, I was doing some uh, a teaching and we were doing the ego eradicator and that's when you hold your hands up in the air isn't it and you point your thumbs towards each other and like you say you wouldn't think that holding your hands up for three minutes and breathing deeply and fast would be so challenging but it's called the ego eradicator for a reason isn't it to get beyond your limitations to drop down into your heart 
well, so your that you thumbs, can come from your thumbs recognize uh, that your thumbs um, are your ego basically is your thumbs are pointing towards each other and then you're breathing with breath of fire so you're moving so much energy at your navel point you know and it really yeah I mean it can be so challenging doing three minutes of eat you know like those three minutes can change your day oh my god and and Trish they did seriously good. so so good so much has shifted and I just feel like I'm smiling again, you know, and, and not going through the motions of doing things. Everything that I've done today has been with pure joy. And yeah, that's a wonderful part of um, starting the day. So what, because you talk about the importance of having a practice that allows you to tune into you. How, what kind of things would you, for people who may be starting this out and they're trying to, they want to have a practice and, they're exploring what that might look like. How would you invite people to start with a practice, whatever that is, whether that's Reiki or yoga or meditation? I guess sort of having a little, um, you know, try of try of them all and seeing what kind of really resonates. Uh, even just dedicating three minutes a day to yourself to find that space and maybe expanding it by one minute every day or not, you know, as the case may be, but just having a practice where you can plug in to yourself, where you can plug into the universe. I mean, having a daily practice where there's just you and, you know, you can just be on that magic carpet of your mat. And that really, that connection is what really sets you up, isn't it, for the day to like really make you feel grounded. Um, centered, protected, you know, here, present. Uh, I mean, I, I, I actually couldn't imagine what life would be like without a practice. And I just encourage, you know, that feeling of, you know, you're a, you make joy. You know, you get to a place where you're making joy. You know, when you move, you move stagnant energy, you release energy that isn't serving you. And you feel whatever it is, what, whether your practice is, you know, walking your dog or you know, having a cold shower or, you know, like all of these rituals that we we can develop for ourselves to just make ourselves feel like, okay, now I'm ready. Now I can leave the house. Now I can go start work. Now I can pick up the phone and, you know, like where, yeah, you just, you're, you're moving from a place of connection. And that's what having a practice gives you. Your, having a practice gives you that space of connection to everything, really. Yeah. I love that you call your mat the magic carpet ride because, like you say, whether it's three minutes of sitting and connecting to your breath or whether you're doing a 30-minute practice or an hour practice, whatever it is that works for you, gives you that space and in in Susie in the previous podcast with Susie we were talking about how time is a construct so you can make that time as stretchy as you want whether it's whether within three minutes can seem like three hours when you need it to be because you are literally traveling without moving which allows you to connect so much more to co-create with the universe don't you and wow what an opportunity to do that where you can do that from your own home so yeah. my love, I want to um, share with the listeners about this incredible 
offering that you've brought out, you've born to the world, which is your book. And it's a 40 day opportunity to to connect more, isn't it? Can you share a bit more with us about this? Oh, my book is just so gorgeous. It's joyful. It's delicious. It's beautifully made. And it's a really interesting concept. This book is everything I was ever made to do, basically. So it's a um, it's a limited edition book that's really gorgeous. So it's printed really beautifully, and um, and um, it's full of uh, well, it's forty days. So it's basically a commitment of one hour a day to change your life in forty days. And I almost wanted to say at the beginning, except then I thought maybe it was a bit tacky, guaranteed happiness or your money back. Because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I believe that if you do it, you can't not get happy. Um, you know, the sort of process of it is that every morning you check in with me. So I'm filmed in beautiful locations in Ibiza. Um, and I'm explaining to you what we're doing every day. And um, so you check in with me and then you have a practice, a meditation. One day you have a walk in nature. One day you have an ex drumming experience going back to meet your ancestors. So you can kind of top and tail then what you want to do. You have a 10 minute warm up. You have the choice of a 10 minute warm up or a 20 minute warm up. You have the choice of a five minute, a 10 minute or a 15 minute gong meditation at the end. And every day the practice tells you how long the actual, the, the, you know, the Kriya or the series is going to take you. So then you can work out your times and you have a journal in there. So you check in every morning, you check out every night. Um, and yeah, in the actual book, you have um, QR codes where you scan your camera over the QR code and then I pop up. Um, and in the online version, you just do it on your laptop or on your phone. Um, I mean, there is just a ridiculous amount of love in here and everybody who's doing it um, is, you know, I'm in touch with so many people who are doing it. and. Quite a few people now are finished and have started to do it again or have chosen one of the practices to do for 40 days. And of course, 40 days is important because everything changes. Our whole system changes in 40 days. And also, you know, Ramadan, um, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, Lent, you know, 40 days in, in many religious contexts is, is a, an important time of change. 40 days to change and so the first 10 days are loosely working on the lower triangle so the root chakra the sacrum and and the solar plexus the next 10 days are loosely working on the heart the next 10 days are loosely working on the upper triangle the throat center the third eye and the crown chakra and the last 10 days are working on your aura and you just feel, I mean, I just know it works. So um, I'm just so delighted to, you know, really share it with, with so many people that they can, you know, you can heal yourself. And that's the thing with, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in healing and I'm interested in facilitating 
a space of healing for people. So um, yeah, this is your own 40 day retreat to do at home. And it actually, it came out on the spring equinox um, and I was stranded in India. I mean, I had no, the timing of this book coming out has just been phenomenal really. I've given away um, so many copies to frontline people, NHS workers, and that's been really wonderful to know that so many people are doing it. I mean, you just, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, Trish, I mean, what a gift to be able to bring something like that into the world. And I can hit like, I really hear it in your voice. This is something, or in your whole being, in your whole energy, this is something that, like you say, has been born of you. And it's all of the the time and the culmination of everything you've done in your whole journey to get to this point and be able to share that with with the world. And it's, you know, it's a whole energetic journey, isn't it? Going through all of the chakra systems and working on them for 10 days at a time, super, super powerful. So that journey through, and it's a journey to joy, which is so nice. Yeah, well, it was, I was going to, you know, I thought about that a lot, tuned into what is it really, you know, and, um, you know, happiness is so subjective, isn't it? But joy, you know, you can bring yourself to joy and you know you can you know you can heal yourself we can all heal ourselves you know so um yeah it's a really powerful tool and um and it's been really wonderful yeah just doing the the healing i sort of resisted when the lockdown all started obviously the book came out i felt that was amazing timing and i resisted you know teaching 100 yoga classes online a day because I just uh, I didn't feel like I was in the position to hold that space actually you know like who am I I mean I, I you know how, how who am I to think that I could you know even when I did the book launch from India I just cried all the way through that class I I taught and, and I feel like this whole lockdown has made me so soft actually and um and so it's been really wonderful doing these healing circles um, with with people who are in this process because there has been this actual, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say actual connection, but of course it's an online connection. But, you know, as we know, energy, you know, transcends, you know, the, the ethernet, you know, the ethers are more powerful than the ethernet. And although we're separate it's just so wonderful to be able to connect with people all over the world and be, and create a healing circle um of people with everybody with the same intentions it's it's just gorgeous really you know and if we weren't in this position i don't think this would have happened you know yeah everything is divine timing isn't it even if it doesn't feel like it at the time and you're left scratching your head at some point it will become clear of why it had to happen in the way that it happens at the moment that it happens and our job is to be present to that to be curious to that to uncover more about what that is in our own healing journey and having tools such as reiki and kundalini and your book and and all of those things that we can access for ourselves 
because we we can only heal ourselves can't we you know the body heals itself we may have medicines that help promote that healing but the body heals itself yeah i mean it's um it's just all divine timing i mean it's all divine timing we there is a bigger plan and we just have to really um allow allow that and i think that's you know back to kind of creating the space and just you know do you you know do you have a practice is is such an important question to somebody when you know i see people when they're stuck and that's my question do you have a practice um you know I, I just believe that if you can if you have a practice you can allow yourself to be part of the sort of the divine tapestry in a way the the, the, the divine plan for us all um and so you know there is there's a commitment you, you know you have to at some point you have to make a commitment to yourself don't you you know like it doesn't, you absolutely do yeah it yeah doesn't move. nothing moves without that commitment and um and that kind of you know the, the the discipline and you know that i love that that in the discipline is the devotion because you know when we have some discipline when it can be like okay i'm going to do this for three minutes every day for the next 21 days and even on the days when you just feel like oh, I don't want to get out of bed or you know like making yourself do something that takes you into a space where you know you have this imminence it's so powerful and this is and this book is a commitment of one hour a day for 40 days to change your life the end it's in in the wider scheme of life an hour a day for 40 days is not that much is it to no, change your life no and it, it is invaluable what what you get at the other side of that commitment yeah really yeah and well i i highly recommend it because i've got the online version and trisha is absolutely beautiful oh great oh great well i hope that's going to be your 40 days now then oh yeah believe me believe me because like i say i i can always i know the difference in myself when I, um, like you say, having a discipline of a practice versus not having one. And, you know, often we're doing this work because we're teaching what we need to learn. And I share so much in my sessions and in my retreats and in my work. And yet a lot of the time I don't take notice of myself. And I always know because life just gets bloody hard and it, it doesn't have to be like that. So an hour a day is a gift that we can all give ourselves, even if it's three minutes on a mat at the beginning of the day, even if that's something you're committing to. But having these kind of practices and having these uh, tools available to you, they're just, yeah, like you say, they can change your life and it doesn't it, it doesn't cost you that much in terms of time or resources, does it? And, and particularly now, this kind of recalibration that's happening, you know, at a global level, you know the time to really you know we you know I, I mean i really believe that we all chose to be here at this time and um, you know heralding in this new age you know it's no longer just you know sort of hippie shop from glastonbury it's everybody it's us we are it we are the people we've been waiting for and i think that you know as as we go back into this 
you know, sort of bunny-eared new normal or whatever people want to call it, like having a practice to be steady, having just that, having that sort of just that, that awareness of yourself going back into spaces, you know, I mean, I can't imagine what it must be like being in a big city as you, you know, as people come out of lockdown and there is this kind of, you know, social distancing, there's fear of, you know, somebody sneezing next to you, all of that, like having that kind of steadiness to just bring yourself into a place where you feel like it's okay, I'm okay. Today I'm okay. I feel good. Today I feel steady. Today I feel like whatever it whatever happens there is part of a divine plan and I'm going to be okay. So that kind of owning yourself in a way so important. So Yeah, important. it is. And I, and as you're talking, thank you for sharing that because Within that is the wisdom that within each of us, we can trust what is best for us. You know, that we don't have to blindly follow the media or accept that everything that we're told is exactly as it is. Like each one of us has the ability to be able to come from a place of center and what's right for us or what we need in that moment. And that really comes from a place of trusting ourselves our intuition and the guidance for the inner guidance to for the right path through and so we can come at things with open eyes always 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 the inner guidance system so my lovely um i'm going to share on the podcast page and on my website a link to the book but oh, what's you. what's just quickly where can people find you online or on your website what's the, our quickest access to the gorgeous trish uh, souladventures.co.uk amazing well trish thank you so much for coming onto the show it's been really lovely talking with you and i can't wait to be able to come over to ibiza and give you a big hug yes we'll be dancing on the deck before you know it oh my goodness that deck (laughs) and might i just say this it's like this place was meant to be it's got disco balls in the trees and as soon as i saw it it was like Well, of course, that's where I'm supposed to be hanging out. So I can't wait. I can't wait as well. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you, lovely Trish. Take care. Thank you, lovely listeners, for tuning in to this Practical Magic Podcast conversation with myself and Trish. Since recording this podcast, the Practical Magic Retreat in Ibiza has sold out. Say what? Wow, seems like you guys really need to get away at the end of this year. So what I am looking into is a second week at some point. I don't know when, but if you pop over to my website, katetaylor.co and go to the top navigation, you'll see retreats. You'll see in the Ibiza retreat, there is a button to let me know if you would like to know more about the wait list or when the next retreat comes up. Just drop in your email and I can let you know and we will be dancing under those trees in the magical white island of Ibiza before too long, I promise. I'm going to be back next week with more practical magic. So until then, have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Magic podcast this week with me, Kate Taylor. 
If you do enjoy the shows, do head on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button. That means that every time there's fresh practical magic content, it will get delivered straight to your devices. You do not need to do a thing. And if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other previous episodes, do head over to iTunes, hit the old star ratings and maybe leave a little comment as well. It really helps to connect to other listeners out there who are in for a big, bold, beautiful life.